Hello and welcome to PSA Podcast, where we talk about topics in which I think need to be publicly announced and brought into light. Today's PSA is going to be about drugs and more specifically inhalants. I want to show you how addiction can happen with anything, but you can conquer it. So today I want to show you first what they are and some examples of it, then moving on to a short history section and legality section, and then ending it off with some ways to stop addiction. Now, now you may be wondering, what are inhalants? And that's a big part of this drug, is just knowing what they are defined as. Inhalants refers to vapors from toxic substances which are inhaled to reach a quick high, and they get broken down into four subcategories, which are solvents, which are liquids that become gas at room temperatures, aerosols, spray gases, and nitruses. Now I will go over some of the examples that you can find in your house, and this will mainly be from the first three, because they are the most common in households. Solvents available at home include paint thinners or removers, dry cleaning fluids, gasoline lighter fluid, glue, those are all solvents. Some household aerosol items include spray paint, hair deodorant sprays, aerosol, computer cleaning products, vegetable oil sprays. And gases available at home include homemade butane lighters, propane tanks, and even whipped cream aerosols. Those are all examples of this drug, and they are pretty common. And I know I wouldn't think of them as a drug, but they are. Here's the scary thing about it. 22% of users die without any previous use of inhalants. That means 22% of users die the first time they use this drug. That is crazy. And in 2015, about 684,000 kids aged 12 to 17 used inhalants in the past year. This is a very common drug for younger people and is very easy to get your hands on. It can even be a bit of a gateway drug. And some of the long-term effects that this drug can cause is bloodshot eyes, sores under the nose and mouth nosebleeds, pale skin, excessive thirst, weight loss. They can even cause trouble concentrating mental illnesses to occur. You can lose hearing permanently and damage your brain, liver, and kidneys. You can also lose part of your coordination. Next up, a brief history and legality section. Now, now this is quick history. and Get ready because this may get a little fast. They date back to ancient times in Egypt, Babylonia, which is present-day Iraq, India, and China. According to some researchers, inhaling gas vapors to alter one's state of consciousness was practiced by the priestess at the Oracle of Delphi in ancient Greece. In the 1940s, recreational use of solvents, primarily gasoline, became popular. Abuse of inhalants in the United States increased in the 1950s and is now widespread among adolescents. And then by the 1960s, the practice of solvent sniffing has spread across a wide variety of commercial products, including paint thinners, laquin thinners, nail polish removers, shoe polish, lighter fluids, spray paint, and others. Okay, now to the legality section. They aren't fully illegal. But 38 states do have restrictions on selling them or selling products that are frequently used as inhalants to minors. But think about it. It's hard to crack down on this type of drug. 
especially the variety that there is. Laws also exist in the U.S. prohibiting the recreational inhalation of nitrous oxide. Next up, into the how to stop addiction. Just like any other drug, the addiction steps are very similar. Now, the first thing you're going to want to do is, of course, separate yourself from the drug. And then, of course, look for trained professionals and seek help. Some people do experience withdrawal symptoms when they stop taking inhalants. And there are many factors that can play into the severity of these withdrawal symptoms. These factors include the duration of the addiction, the severity of the addiction, whether multiple substances were abused, and the mental health of the medic the mental health of the abuser and their medical history. It is possible to get depression and anxiety and other mental illnesses during detox. But remember, support is essential to recovery because people can rarely fully recover on their own. Like I said, this drug is a very unique and dangerous and addictive drug, but it is possible to beat addiction. The best way is to get away from it and seek professional help. And you got to make sure you're being supported. That is all the time we have for today's PSA podcast. Remember, you can beat addiction. Today is the best day to start that change. And most importantly, have a great day.